This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 173 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, Miniature Roses. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equestrian Collections offers the whole universe of shopping at your fingertips at equestriancollections.com. Plus, Kentucky Performance Products. For all of your supplement needs, visit kppusa.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hail or hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Welcome back, my friend. I know. Back from California, back from Norco. And how convenient is it that we're doing our annual Tournament of Roses episode for a parade, one of the most famous parades in the world, after I just get done being the celebrity grand marshal in a parade (laughs) in Norco. (laughs) <laughs> Don't let that go to your head. Yeah, we didn't have a million people lining the road. I, I will say that. It, no, it, but you did have a pretty fancy carriage and your own banner. And my wife was there. Did you see her little? She was wearing. Uh, she was wearing reindeer horns. Yes, reindeer antlers. I yes, did see that. They looked that. lovely on her. She had a, a, the, her smile was the prettiest thing on her, though. That's right. She that's was right. a happy camper because it was freaking cold. <laughs> it was cold. It was really cold the whole time we were out there. And, You're kidding! And like had, how cold? We had this. It was. It got it down almost in the 30s at night. <gasps> oh. So it was pretty chilly. The two nights we went out in carriages, it was pretty chilly. <laughs> and then uh, we we actually came home and had more, more warmer weather here in Lexington than we had in in California. Um, the uh, it, it was neat, though. I mean, being obviously the the celebrity marshal of a parade is kind of cool. There was a grand marshal, and she was in a, a carriage in front of us. That she was the president of the college there. Yeah, okay, um, that's she qualifies. We had to give it to her. Uh, yeah, but you know what? We got to do a little announcement and everything. I got to say a few words, and and that was fun. So it was kind of neat that we come back and we're doing the tournament of roses, which we're going to be in one of these days, Alina. One way we're or so going to be in it. We're we will be get there. To this parade. <laughs> We we will get to this pr- after. Apparently, though, we have to sign our life away and <laughs> write a, write our auto- <laughs> yeah, write our autobiographies. Well, we're going to have a couple of guests coming up. I tried to get the organizer of the equestrian units again, and somebody different than the gentleman we had on last year. Uh, they change that every year. They they rotate the committees, so you're doing something different every year, I think. And uh, she was just so busy today that she couldn't make it. But she did uh, she did say that you know that they're looking forward to a great year. They have some. Different things, which we're going to hear about a little bit different or a little bit later with Ron. They and you know the reason we cover this parade. People might ask, why do you talk about a parade? It's because this. If you think about it, this parade is seen first of all along the parade route by a million people, and then by about a hundred million people on TV around the world. There is no bigger showcase of horses than this parade there's a ton of horses in this parade and horses are a big part of this parade since it started 111 years ago 
Where else do horses get this much exposure? Nowhere, ever. No, not for a parade this size. Not for any event. Unless they've been in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which I don't recall seeing horses maybe once or twice there. But, but again, this is the most watched one. There's no other event that happens in the world that horses get this much exposure. No, you're agreed. So agreed. we have to cover it. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, the, it's the biggest horse event of the year, and people might laugh when I say that, but it's true. <laughs> um, you know, we talk about Rolex and some of the bigger events that we do as horses. Even the Olympics, the horse events aren't watched by this many people. No, this is watched by uh, by civilians, yes, <laughs> non horse people. Exactly, exactly. Peoples. So you know that's why we talk about it. We have two groups here. Uh, one's a repeat, and one's new. The first up today is going to be Ron Souza of the Arizona Mini Mystiques. Uh, they are a miniature driving group, but they're a drill precision team that they have. They drive these little tiny minis, and they do drills, and and to music. And it's cool. I mean, it's, just, it's <laughs> minis, for God's sake. You know? I know. Minis. Doing, well, it's true. I mean, he's sort of, well, listen in and you'll hear what he has to say about, you know, you, I don't want to say you take the cute out of minis, but these guys mean business. These are horses. That's right. That's correct. Even though they're little, they're horses. That is correct. And I, I did get to see them. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I got to meet them uh, last year. So, so we're going to have them on, and I think you're going to like Ron. And then we're going to have back with us Trish Lynn and Sadie from the All-American Cowgirl Chicks. If you remember right, we had them on for last year's Tournament of Roses episode. And unusually, this doesn't usually happen. They were invited back again this year. They, they, usually the groups are not invited back two years in a row. But uh, this because of what they do, they're trick riders, and they trick ride in the parade. I mean... It, and they're all dressed out in red, white, and blue, and they're pretty girls. I mean, so they... And they're pretty girls. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the real important yeah. part, Glenn. Why do you think yeah. they're on the show today? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And I did get to meet them last year, too. So I... Uh, and I met Sadie and Trish both, and we're looking forward to chatting with them in a little bit as well. So let's uh, let's get right to it. Uh, let's talk first about equestrian collections, and then let's talk minis. Okay. Uh, you know, it's that time of year. It's the holidays. You still have time to go to equestriancollections.com and get those holiday gifts. You know, guys out there, you know, your horse wife does not, or girlfriend, does not want anything but horse crap for Christmas. They just want horse stuff. That's all they want. They want horse stuff for Christmas, and the place to go get it is equestriancollections.com. You're going to find gift ideas, practical ideas, any kind of horse clothing, any kind of people, rider clothing. You're going to find it all at equestriancollections.com at a price you can afford. And they have all kinds of specials and deals and free shipping offers going on now. When you go to their website, sign up for their newsletter. They send them out twice a week, and they have some terrific specials that come out in those email newsletters. So equestriancollections.com, it's your shopping place at this holiday season. Have you gotten all your holiday shopping done? No, I haven't even started. Me either. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. Let me back up for a minute. That makes me sound like a complete loser. When I was at Equine Affair, I did get two very special things for Grace. So I sort of started ahead. We bought one thing last week in Norco for one person, and that's how much we started. So you've got (laughs) us. We had three weeks. We're not. We're going to try and keep it really simple this year. I'm over the whole stressing out about. I and mean, I say this every year about buying, you know, presents. Until, until the week before, and then you stress out. 
Yeah. Well, Peter convinces me. He's like, we got to get Grace something big. You know, we got to get her something special. Well, that dad likes to do that for their dog. I know. I know. It's a dad thing. But then we buy her something big and it sits in our closet for 364 days. That doesn't matter. It's the thought that counts. No, I actually, know. It's, it's opening it on Christmas morning and being all excited that counts. Yeah. It's the bug eyes and bouncing yeah, around on yeah. Christmas morning. It's true. Yeah, that's true. So you got her a pony? Oh, no, but I'm close. <laughs> uh, but please, we're talking about ponies. I thought we were going to save this for the end of the show. Right, we'll I'm up end. to my eyeballs and horses. <laughs> Hold on right. to that thought. Okay. We'll talk about minis first. Let's get Ron Souza on. They've been in the Tournament of Roses Parade many times, and they're back again this year. And his name is Ron Souza from the Arizona Mini Mystiques Drill Team from Arizona. So let's it's hear from Ron. Well, hi, Ron, and welcome to the show. We're so glad you were able to join us today. Well, good morning, Glenn. Thank you very much for calling. Now, we're only a few weeks away from your big event of the year. I assume you guys are in practice with the minis? Yes, we are. As a matter of fact, every weekend it's uh, the run-up to the uh, uh, Rose Parade, and we have to take our normal routine and, and cut it by almost half. Uh, we've got to have they're only letting us have about five minutes so we take the best of the best and put it together for the rose people now as i said in your introduction you guys have been in the rose parade before this is not the first time for this for your group have you yourself personally been in it before yes i have uh each time with the uh uh with the drill team we started in 2007 we were invited by the uh, rose uh, people um way late into the uh into the process it was in uh in July, they were specifically looking for the uh, Arizona Mini Mystique, and uh, they found us here in Phoenix and asked us, and that was in July, and asked us to, if they, we would be interested, and we all jumped at the, uh, at the chance, and that was our first opportunity to be in the uh, Rose Parade was uh, 2007. Wow. Wow. That's, that's and pretty you, cool. And, and you, you got it together in six months? Actually, we, uh, we got it together in just a little bit less than two weeks, the, uh, wow. the team had been been together for uh, quite some time before that. But uh, the the tournament of roses specifically asked you for a humongous amount of information on each individual driver, each individual uh, horse, and then the drill team as a whole. Uh, we sent them a binder that was uh, nearly full. And that was just uh, for them to look at to determine whether they really wanted us or not. Now, they <laughs> called us in July uh, at 9 o'clock in the evening, and we asked them how long we had to put this stuff together. And she says, a week. Oh, uh, boy. Well, what did they need all that information for? Yeah, like, what did they uh, ask for? That was strange. Well, they, they asked for a bio on each driver, uh, name, age, uh, how long they've been driving. Medical records, criminal background check. Just actually, the criminal background check is probably one of the things they do do because they they're very thorough about uh, who comes to the Rose Parade and they know uh, everything there is to know. As a matter of fact, I'll give you an example. We walked into the tournament house, which is in Pasadena, and they is that the big white it. house you see with the princesses and stuff? That is. Yeah. That, okay. And and what it was is it's a a Wrigley Mansion that was given to them, and as long as it's the Rose House, they can keep it. Um, we walked into the door on, on the September meeting that uh, everyone has to go to that's in the, uh, as far as the equine uh, uh, people are concerned, 
And we walked in the door, my wife and I together, and uh, the moment that we stepped into the room, somebody walked up to us and said, Hi, Ron and Joanne. Uh, I mean, it was just flabbergasting. Mm-hmm. They, they knew they exactly who we on were. They had your picture I imagine so. <laughs> now, that was your picture, Glenn. <laughs> So you, I want to hear about these minis and and this precision drill team because I, I first of all in my world minis are cute. I never look at them as actually being technical creatures, and yet that's exactly what they have to be you think for well ponies, huh? Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about you know where what the training is like for these these horses and um, you know about the carts that they're pulling. Start with that. Okay, and that the reason that we put this drill team together was exactly the reason that you just stated, that most people have never seen uh, a mini do anything other than one of two things. Either you saw them in a show, uh, in a show ring, either showing a halter or driving, and all of driving is, is driving around in a circle 360 degrees for about five minutes. Um, miniature horses are very, very intelligent. You show them uh, something two or three times, they got it, uh, to the point where I, my horse, I lent my horse to other people uh, in a training situation, and because of my position, a lot of the turns I turn, I turn left. Well, he'll, he knows at that particular time to turn left, and, and another driver will turn him right, and it was like, what? <laughs> you know, he, knew, he knew where to go. Never mind. You don't have to tell me. Um, each of our horses is trained by each individual, and it takes approximately to learn the routines about three months, uh, and that's pretty much for the driver to learn. Uh, once they are into the routine, and they, we do this routine uh, almost weekly if we have something coming up uh, vis-a-vis like the uh, Rose Parade. So they get a lot of workout, but um, generally miniature horses – as 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 a horse, as a pet, uh, are much like if you walk into their pen and sit down on the ground in their pen, they're all over you, much like a puppy will be if if uh, you. Um, they're phenomenal animals. They're intelligent. They're strong. My horse uh, weighs about 225 pounds. My and he's 34 inches tall, and my wife's horse is the lead horse. Uh, he's 29 and a half inches tall, weighs about 200 pounds. But each of those two horses can pull twice their weight uh, as far as a rolling weight is concerned. That would be one or two people in a two-wheel cart. And this is what we work with. We work with a, uh, a two-wheel cart and that is hooked to the horse. Uh, we sit behind them and direct them. Um, now, we use that, too. I mean, people ask all the time, because I do the driving radio show as well, and one of the co- common questions we get is, how much can a horse pull? And we always say about two times the weight, so that's the same for a mini? That's correct. That's, okay. You're talking about uh, a horse that can pull uh, probably 500 to 700 pounds. Wow. But once again, you know, you're talking about rolling weight. It's not heavy weight. Right. right. Not dragging like, like a log or like the draft horses do. Now, our carts are much like something you'll be familiar with. You know what a sulky looks like behind yep. a racing horse? Yeah. Yep. Well, they, they carry their legs up onto the shafts. Ours have, has a, um, a portion where we set our feet down on it. So we're actually 
sitting in the upright position driving a horse but but the but the carts are much the same they have long shafts uh small uh spoke type wheels and that's what we use uh as our team and they're pretty uh, light cart. too aren't they yeah they are they only weigh probably uh maybe 40 pounds yeah that's what i thought and, uh, and Alina, I have to tell you, when you're watching the Rose Parade, and Jen, my wife and I have watched the Rose Parade every year for the last 25 years. And when you're watching the Rose Parade and you see all these big, these big floats with all the flowers coming by, and then all of a sudden you, you look down the street and you see these big float, and then you see these little tiny horses coming down the street with little carriages, and it looks surreal. It, it does, but, and, but I'll tell you something, that, that there's two... Two uh, different equine groups that the people absolutely go crazy about, and that would be the Budweiser Clydesdales yep. and the miniature horses. I bet. <laughs> we, we turn on the Colorado Boulevard, and it isn't a spattering of yelling, you know, here and then there and then there and then there. It starts at TV Corner and goes the whole five miles. It's just one screaming area after another and it's it's almost like an echo oh. the people the people just love it and i have to go i have to go <laughs> just know, to see you guys to, turn that we corner. need to go broadcast from there helena oh my gosh i know <laughs> you do. Well, I mean, how you many actually how many um, nice? yeah go ahead go ahead no go ahead what were you going to ask the question i was going to ask how many uh horse and rider uh, horse and driver combinations are there in your team we have we normally drive with eight now we've gone to the to the Rose Parade with as many as twelve to sixteen people. Now that's a parade formation. Um, when we do the drill, we do them with even numbers: eight, twelve, sixteen, um, because of of the sequence of events that have to go through. Uh, we use coming from the four corners of the box that we work in. Okay. You know what we so, need to do next year, if they're invited back next year, which they, they probably will be because they're so popular, is we need, Ron, for you guys to hook up a six-in-hand of those little guys to a proper wagon, and Helene and I need to be in the back of the wagon broadcasting live from the Rose Parade. I got a better idea. Why don't you uh, let us know in plenty of time, and uh, we'll include you, too, in the, uh, in the parade sequence. And uh, you can either drive with somebody sitting next to you, or you can drive the horses. We can drive in the Rose Parade, Helena. Uh, you can. I can't. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I'm petrified we of can. driving, even minis. We can, we can put you with an absolutely safe horse and put you in, in a position. Now, we probably won't be in next year, but we'll probably be in the year, the year after. It's like every they, other year, it seems like, right? Yeah, they've been inviting us about every other year. They, they only have so many spots. Um, right. A third of the uh, of the whole team, meaning uh, floats, equestrian, and band. There's a third of each, a third of the bands, a third of the floats, a third of the equestrian. And this year, we were very, very fortunate uh, because RFD is, has this huge float, and they're going to have nearly 100 Palominos around that float. They cut the equestrian entries back to 18 and we were lucky enough to be one of those 18 oh you know what too the reason they're doing that uh helena is it's in honor of roy rogers this year that's correct yeah, for his birthday this year that's why they're doing the palominos oh uh, it's in honor, honor of roy rogers so and rfd you remember bought 
Remember that? Remember yeah, what they about? did? They bought uh, they bought Trigger they bought and Trigger, Bullet yeah. and several other. Matter of fact, I was just reading that yesterday. Several other items from the uh, uh, Roy Rogers Museum. Yep. You think Trigger's going to be on the float? Or is that too creepy? Uh, yes, he is. Oh, he is. Uh, is okay. that too creepy? What? Well, like a stuff? To, they have to then cover him in flowers, which is the other thing. Yeah, that's Trigger just... and Bullet are both going to be on the float. Huh. Okay. Interesting. All right. Hey, horse people know what they're doing. <laughs> I think. I think. So, so let's go back okay. to these minis here. Um, so how how far is it for you to go from uh, from Phoenix to Pasadena? Do you have to, do they have to fly? Do they ship you ship them all in a big rig? How does that work? We actually a have rig. Uh, we have rig. four rigs that we take over there. One is a cargo rig. One carries the uh, the cart, and then the other two carry the horses. Uh, we drive our horses over there. It takes about um, seven hours by truck and trailer. Oh, that's not and, too bad. Uh, no, it's not. It's 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 fairly close, but we don't really hurry over there either. Uh, once we get get there, we uh, they have stalling for us, and we also have RV spots that we stay at at the um, LA Equestrian Center, and that's where the Equifest is just prior to the um, Rose Parade. The Equifest is the uh, it's in a paid event that everybody, all of the equestrian folks that are in the parade get an opportunity to go in and show off what they do for five minutes. And for us, it's a given. We're a drill team. That's what we do. So uh, the, um, the fact that we're in the Rose Parade is just kind of cream on the, uh, on the top of the cup for, for us. Uh, because being, being a, uh, a drill team, we can go in and, and do our stuff at, at the uh, Equifest, and, and it's all primed and ready and choreographed with music. And that's, that's how our act is, is we have um, normally it's 10 minutes of Marine Corps close-order drill set to music. And uh, we take uh, the best of the best and uh, put uh, a five-minute program together and go in and perform in front of about uh, 5,000 people. And the Equifest, I know, is always very popular every year because it is. You yeah. do get to see more of the. You know, when you're standing on the parade route with you and a million of your friends, you get to see them go by, and it's ten, ten, fifteen seconds, and they're gone. That's and Equifest, correct. you actually get to see them do their thing, which is which is neat. It's nice and to that, see them do their thing, but but it's got to make your heart flutter a little bit when you are. I mean, how many people are on that parade route? Like over a million. Over a million, yeah. So that's got to make your heart flutter a little bit, even if it's only for two minutes. Oh, it's, it's amazing. When you come down uh, Orange Avenue and you turn on to Colorado, the very first time, 2000, January 1st, 2007, uh, I, I personally, when I turned that corner and I looked down Colorado and, and looked at the five miles that we had to travel, it was a word you used earlier, surreal. <laughs> All you could see was, was a valley of people, and at the bottom of that valley was... Things that were spinning and and twinkling, and horses and floats because it's a slight incline when you turn on to Colorado, and it's my thought in my mind was oh my god, uh, and <laughs> it was I mean th- that is one of the most prestigious parades and one of the most exciting parades I have ever been in in my life. There's over a hundred million people that watch it worldwide. It's that's correct. Huge. It's and huge. The, and that million spectators is a good representation of 
all the additional TV spectators. It's like you, you're in person and you have a million people looking at you. You kind of get an idea that there's a hundred million more out there. That's and and not only that, but as you go down the parade route, there are no sparse areas where there's no people. It's a sea of humanity for <laughs> five miles, and some of some of the bleachers are two and three stories high. When you go by, they're screaming, and it's it's just a roar. That parade is so loud, but it's it's so exciting, and the horses are just up on their toes. I mean, all they want to do is go. Now, have you ever had uh, any disasters in the parade? We have not. We, no. but we find we wood. Find our, wood. Knock on yeah. wood. <laughs> we bring our own walkers, so that we have our own security with us. When we have a horse, that it's you know maybe the the uh, the noise or or the surrounding. Like the first year, we had a float that kept creeping up on us, and each of the horses had blinders on them, uh, because that's how the uh, the. Uh, uh, that's how their rigging is made. So they don't know what's behind them, but they could hear it. And some of the horses got really antsy about this loud, noisy uh, float coming up behind them. But all we had to do was have the walkers come up. And it, the, the time when, it, when it's most obvious is when we stop. If a float stops in front of us or if the parade stops momentarily, they're antsy. They want to go. As long as they're on the move, they're all good. But when they stop and they hear something coming up behind them that they have no idea what it, you know, what it could be, they, they tend to get uh, a little anxious. That is, you know, it's funny. I was in a parade, uh, Norco, uh, the other night in California, and that is one of the biggest problems with horses in parades is all the stopping. If, if the parade kept going, the horses would be absolutely fine. You wouldn't have a problem. That's but, correct. But there's so much stopping and waiting for, for people in front of the judges' stands and groups and things that... It's that standing still with the crowds around that tends to make the horses anxious. See, that's why they should have fox hunters. Field hunters should be out there. <laughs> They're used to standing around at those checks. Um, well, that, that would be kind of cute, little mini fox hunters. That would be really neat. Um, but I digress. So, let, well, let's step back a minute. Now, this is a huge, huge parade, um, but clearly not the first that these horses have been exposed to. How, Other than that, you know, their go buttons are depressed – how do you um, how do they react to the change in size and intensity, or do they, or, or is it like for them? Oh, this is just another you know parade. But no, do you they, do you they, sense they, a change in them? They have no concept of of whether it's a big parade or a small parade. It all depends on what's surrounding them and and what might bother them or not. Um, the thing that that. Uh, the, the many sometimes cause, and unfortunately we try to be very vocal about this, is that when we come up on big horses, uh, either going to the parade or possibly in the parade, if people are uh, put us with big horses, is that the big horses don't understand what a little horse is. Right. Yeah. And as we, as we come up on big horses, we will call out to them and tell them, we're coming up behind you, you know, please be prepared. Right. And a lot of big horse people don't quite understand that, that their horses uh, will be a little amazed at this little horse pulling a cart. Right. Sometimes it causes a little bit more problems than we would like. Well, yeah, the big horses, a lot of times they're just afraid of carts, period. It doesn't matter what's pulling. It, so. <laughs> they're like parade and no yeah. pain. Yeah. I'm out of here. That thing is not real. It's going to eat me. <laughs> how do you desensitize them to a parade environment? 
we uh, we use music in our um, in our practice area. We do desensitizing uh, days here on my farm that uh, we invite other people in, but we also bring our horses in, uh, make them go through a lot of different, really scary things. So, and we also go to uh, we make sure that if we get a brand new member, we take them to smaller uh, little town parades so that they can kind of work up from there and they and we get can get an understanding of how they're going to act uh, and if they're if they're good then you know we're good if they're not then we have to work on it a little bit more and then we also will put them in the middle of the group that way they can't get out they can't go forward back mm. sideways uh, they're pretty much trapped and then we put a um, we put a walker with them to make absolutely sure that that the uh horse doesn't go bonkers and and we've never had a runaway ever uh, we've had some horses that were uh, a little jittery because they they you know weren't quite sure about especially the rose parade uh they weren't quite sure about <laughs> all the noise and everything but uh i'll guarantee you when they got down the end of that parade they could have gone back and done it again Huh. Interesting. Oh, it makes well, me this, love them more. I know, isn't this great? And I have to say, we're, we're running out of time here, but I wanted to say that I did get to see you guys, not in the Rose Parade, but the World Equestrian Games over here in Lexington. That uh, was the, probably the biggest honor of our lives, to be invited to mm-hmm. that. Um, it, took, it was a two-year process for us. Uh, we put in our application, and it took them uh, over a year to finally accept us, and then they, uh, because there were so many dignitaries coming in and so many horses from all over the world, uh, we had to uh, uh, make sure that our security, all names and everything were, were uh, given to them, and we had to go through a process of medical uh, attention to the horses uh, that if we did not have the proof that they needed when we got to Kentucky, they would have turned us around and sent us home. Oh, you guys did a great job there. I got to see one of your demonstrations there at uh, at at the park, and it was it was so much fun. And of course, that was kind of an electric atmosphere anyway uh, for for those sixteen days. But it was great to see you guys there doing your thing, and to well, see all the you. minis. Now, what's your what's your mini that you're driving? Give, give his name out. Give him a shout out. And my name, uh, my horse's name is Shadow, and uh, he's thirteen years old, and the lead horse is Bonsai. So and bonsai because he's small. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and they're they're two phenomenal horses, and they've been doing this for nearly twelve years. Well, congratulations on being invited again. We will wave to you now. You won't see us because we'll be at home watching on TV, but we will wave to you and uh, along with a hundred million of our friends. <laughs> well, I, I I I promise you, I'll wave back. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Best wishes to you for a safe and happy journey in the parade. Well, thank you very much, and I wish you guys a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you calling and asking about the Arizona uh, Mini Mystique Miniature Horse Drill Team. Well, thank you, Ron. Does that make you want to get a Mini? Um, yeah. And drive it around the No, you know what it really does? Cars? It it makes me want to drive. And I never thought I'd ever hear you say that. <laughs> well, not, yeah, it makes me want to sit in a cart. I don't necessarily want to drive, but I would like to sit in a cart next to somebody who was driving a Mini. I got the drive. But it would have to be somebody little because I really I would feel bad that the Mini was pulling all our weight. <laughs> you but, could probably uh, walk beside it to learn. 
Yeah, yeah, that would be fine. I would be, yeah, I would cool. like to be like the person. What do they say? A walker. A walker. I would be you a could walker. be the walker in the parade. We like could be get, walkers. That's how we could get in the parade. We could be walkers. Yeah. I, we could get all dressed up just like the minis and their drivers and, you know, have fancy costumes and then just get to you think they walk. Would, they would behind. mind if we had big sandwich boards that say Horse Radio Network on them as we're going down the parade route? Mm, Probably. No. <laughs> No, actually, I don't think they would because we rock. <laughs> I got to ride my or drive uh, my first pair of half-liggers last week. Oh, how cute. Yeah, They're so pretty. They were they good? They, yeah, they were good. They were terrific. I got to drive them through, through the streets of town. With cars how does it everything. feel to be driving again? That's fun. I'm, I'm having a blast. Yeah, I mean, you're really, you're, you're, you jumped in with both feet. Yeah, I just love it. I just love it. So now I've driven a, a pair, and I've driven a four-in-hand, and, of course, I've driven lots of singles. But uh, Where'd you do the four-in-hand? Where was I? What rock well, was I, I remember under? Remember, that was my birthday present from Jennifer. I got to drive oh, yes. a four-in-hand of Hackney Ponies. Yes, okay. The crazy almost... little Hackneys. That was more difficult than the pair. Pair is pretty easy. You still only have two reins. Uh, but uh, and the pair were halflingers. Yes, and they were. So you got halflingers and you got hackneys. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> even I know that much. Well, if you're looking at buying anything for the holiday season from Amazon, we're all we ask you to do is go to stablescoop.com first and click on the Amazon banner on the left side of the page. That's all you have to do. It doesn't cost you any extra. There's not any obligations or anything. But if you do that before you buy your Christmas gifts at Amazon, then we get a little bit of a kickback from Amazon, and uh, you get to help support the Horse Radio Network and Helena and I. And, and you know, we, are, we do appreciate all your support, and we appreciate you helping us out just by visiting our website and clicking on the Amazon link before you go buy anything at Amazon. It can be anything. And I do have to say this, Helena, I have a little surprise for you. Last week when we were in Norco, um, we actually had a fan of yours show up at the recording the one morning. Her name is Michelle. She's, she's like one of the Horse Radio Network's biggest fans. She listens to lots of the shows. Mm-hmm. And she showed up just to meet us. She was so excited. She was giddy. And she said to Jamie and I, as we were standing there, you're going to laugh at this. She said, I love all your shows, but she said, I like Helena the best. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and I could see Helena just, or Jamie just cringe. Um, oh, please. She gets the daily show. Jamie, you get the daily show. I have one fan and she knows what's right. Michelle, I love you too. Thank you for saying that to Jamie and Glenn. <laughs> she did. She loves, she loves you. She thinks you're the best. Uh, she's been listening since our first episode three years ago. Oh, so, oh, that's lovely. <clears throat> Michelle, we're, we're so glad. A shout out to Michelle out there in California. Thank you so much to, for coming out to visit us there in Norco. We really appreciate it. And now it's time to get to the Pretty Girls. But first, let's play Pretty Girl music. We're, we have coming up here Trish Lynn and Sadie from the All-American Cowgirl Chicks. They've been in the Tournament of Roses Parade many times. They travel all over the country all the time. They have a show on RFD-TV. They are celebrities and stars, trick riders. They do an amazing act for rodeos. have been voted uh, the favorite rodeo act for many times. You're going to love the All-American Cowgirl Chicks, and this is the music they play before their show. everybody. I'm Bob Tolman. Welcome to Fort Worth, Texas. Now, the higher they jump, the better they buck, the better you ride. More money to win. It's rodeo time. Ladies, let's ride. 
keep on giving Rolling down the road to the next show It's a big thing we call the rodeo They ride bulls and broncs from Fort Worth to Austin My cowboy friends, yeah, they're awesome It's where the cowgirl chicks ride for the red, white, and blue Ho! It's the rodeo show, rodeo show Come on out to the rodeo You got your wild, wild west kicking up kick dust Well, welcome, Sadie, to the show. We're so happy to have you on again. And I tell you what, Trish was supposed to be here, but uh, she she got tied up because you guys are just a little busy getting ready for a little event. Yes, sir, we are. Rose Bowl is, is, is kind of making us run a little faster than normal this year. And for you guys, I've seen you run. I've seen you do your trick riding, and you're running at about 90 miles an hour in those horses on the side and underneath them anyway. So any faster is dangerous, <laughs> let me tell you. Yes, sir. You're, you're exactly right. You got it down. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Helena, when I met them last year at Briarfest, these girls are as pretty in person as they are, as, as we've heard them, and seen them in their pictures and everything, and they are as sweet as could be. Southern Bells for sure. Oh, well, thank you. What, what are you guys up to? I mean, what, what's you're running at 90 miles an hour. It's December 7th. You have just a few weeks left. What's yes. uh, what does your day look like these days? Well, honestly, and you might hear the announcing in the background. We are currently at the NCHA convention. It's uh, the finals for the cutting horse. Uh, I'm sorry, the cutting horse finals. And uh, we've been since last Thursday with RFD TV booth with Trigger and Bullet. Been full girls between college and class and family time and uh, just coming here as much as possible and uh, TV. Of course, we're having our TV shows going on and one of them was last, uh, you know, on Tuesday and we're getting all the editing done as fast as we can. You were in the parade last year yourself, right? Yes, sir. And was that your first time? I know that the group has been in the parade before. Was that your first time? No, sir. Um, actually, I'm, I'm, it's, nobody knows if I am Trish's daughter. And uh, we started this team. My mom started it uh, whenever I was three years old. So I got to be a part of the team since I was very, very little. And uh, right into, this is actually, this will be my fifth year uh, on the Rose Bowl. And it, in the Rose, like, wow. Rose Bowl. Does it ever get old? What a lucky thing. No, sir. A lot of people ask me that a lot. You know, do y'all get burned out? You know, because y'all go to the same rodeos sometimes, a few rodeos the same every year. And, you know, it doesn't get old. And Rose Bowl Parade definitely doesn't get old. You turn that corner and go down, uh, I think it's Colorado Boulevard. I mean, there's just people sky high. It, it's amazing feeling. It, it, you'll, it'll never get old. Something that will never go away. Something you can't explain to somebody who's never been down that road before. Well, it's, Helena it's a and really I, awesome feeling. we watched you on TV last year, and we, I could hear Helena cheering for Rhode Island down here in Lexington. Oh yes, we were. We were. I was like sitting on my knees, back on my heels, with my husband and my daughter, five inches from the TV. Like there they are! Yay! That is so funny because I actually heard my grandma too back in Fort Worth. So. <laughs> and that's hard yeah. over a million people lining the parade route. It is. It is. It is so loud. And you say you say happy uh, happy New Year about 
eight million times of what Freud <laughs> Rada said. Now, <laughs> that's, that's not exaggerating. Were you well, at least it's ones? something you can remember. That's right. You know, at least that's, that's it. That's all you have it's to simple. say is Happy New Year and smile. <laughs> yes. Yes, ma'am. That's it. <laughs> now, what do they let you do uh, trick-wise in the parade? I know you're somewhat limited, but when, I saw, when we saw you on TV, you guys were standing up in the saddle. You were standing up at that time. You know, going on the parade route is kind of hard because you're exactly right. You are limited to some tricks because you don't want to make the horse sore. It's a seven and a half mile walk. So it's not something you can really just hold on and kind of wait there for a while. Um, so we w- you will be seeing Roman riding again this year. I Roman rode last year in the parade route, and a couple girls at the Hippodrome. Um, and that's really basically all you can do. And when the, when the parade does stop, and this is for the people that do get to sit on the parade route, they get to see this thing, uh, see this stuff that you don't get to see on TV. So you have to come and watch the parade. Um, on TV, you just see us in the Hippodrome and then uh, the Roman riding. But when we do stop, you know, you kind of get bored just sitting in the saddle, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, at least we do. At least we do. So we just kind of demonstrate some tricks while the parade route is stopped. And we do it like a spin the horn or a thunder drag, a Cossack, just to show the crowd some different stuff that we can do. And it always keeps them entertained instead of just seeing somebody walk by, smile, and say, Happy, Happy New Year. Well, Helena wants to get in one of your outfits and join you next year in the parade. Perfect. Well, hey, we're always looking for recruits. So just, just I'll be the one it. who's trick riding, not on purpose. <laughs> oh, right. I'll be the one under the horse. We will catch it. Mom's, mom's pretty good about that. She always she puts a, a trampoline underneath everybody just in case you fall, it'll break it. You know. You know that's really nice that you that it's it's something that your mother started and that you have basically grown up with and. Yes. Um, you know, it, how has that changed your perspective uh, in looking at the world of horses? You know, I, it's a hard, it's really, it's not a very hard question. I mean, my mom and I are, are best friends and uh, a lot of people ask too, you know, do you get tired of being on the road with your parents? No, I really don't. Uh, she gives me a lot of hope to move forward in the year and to help keep my team, to keep the team up. And uh, she's, it's as far as perspective with the horses, it just makes you work harder because you got your mom right there, and you don't ever want to let her down, uh, or let the team down as well. So bringing them together and uh, being with her every weekend has really made it our our relationship a lot better than what it could have been. And I, I'm very blessed to have my parents and my family a part of the team. Geez, don't you I just want to hug her, Helena? I, I think and her mom. I think that's probably the nicest thing I've ever heard, and uh, something that a lot of parents and kids can aspire to. Hear, yeah. Kudos to yeah, your mom. Yes, ma'am. She give kudos to her because she's the one that's kept this team together. And I'll tell you what: sixteen years with a bunch of girls coming in and out of the store, there's been a lot of great girls and a lot of great opportunities. But um, as well as anybody know. Everybody's hard to work with, and uh, she's kept everybody together and her head held high and has never missed a beat. You know, she she's the one that deserves all the credit, and uh, she's done a wonderful job. Sadie, I had an acting company for 10 years and kept my crew together, and I know what hard work that is, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, sir, and add some animals to that, too. (laughs) Yeah, see, I didn't have that to They're the easy ones. It's the people that are hard (laughs) to deal with. Yeah, that's true. Animals are easy. Yeah, shoveling poop and training, forget it. That's that's cake. <laughs> right, and diesel and food and oh yeah, it's it's yeah. a wonderful ride. <laughs> and I've also worked with large groups of women before and that ain't easy sometimes. No. I'm sorry, it's <laughs> no, just not. It's, no, it's not. But I, I tell you what, she she wakes up every morning and she has the best attitude and she walks out the door knowing everything's going to go great and everything will work out no matter what gets handed to her. Well, now, did you guys, do you think you had a good year this year? Was it a good year uh, performing-wise? 
It was a great year. Uh, we, we added a bunch of new stuff. My little sister, Hattie, she started Roman riding on her two oh, ponies. Oh, Helena, uh, you would die. Hattie is as bubbly uh, as her is. sister, and she's cute <laughs> as a button, and she just is a ball of energy. She is, and her, uh, she actually named, my Roman team is called the Stars and Stripes. Hattie's is Buck and Roll. So <laughs> she loves it, and uh, she, she did a great job. We added two new girls to the trick riding team, Cheyenne and Brandy. Um, and we've got a couple new members, and really, we've knocked it out this year, and it, it'll only get better. And the girls have worked really hard and practicing every week and getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning before the rodeos, and that's what that's what keeps our team together is having girls that love it and enjoy it as much as we do, and uh, they really have a big passion for it. So I think it, it, this next year will only get better, I, at least I hope. And so, Well, we be- I believe it will. If you say it will happen, I believe it will get better and better. <laughs> And I want you to save me a spot on Buck and Roll. <laughs> hey, no problem. I'll put you I'll on fit there. Right I, in. They're ponies, so you won't fall hard. Fall <laughs> They're ponies. Yeah, you don't have far to fall. That'll be perfect. That's all right. I'll yeah. take it. Hey, I do have a bone um, to pick with your mom. Okay. You, you need to talk to her about this. She's been promising me a new music CD forever. And well, let me let me give you a little bit on that. Okay. Um, we actually, we don't. A new music CD will be coming out very shortly, and we've been extremely busy with our rodeo schedule. But me and Mom are sitting down. She's wrote a couple new songs. We want to add some new rodeo music, not just regular music. So she's really trying to take her time this time on her CD, and it's really, you're going to be shocked. And I'm not just saying this because she's my mother, but she has done a wonderful job with with the music she's put together this time. It'll be great. Very upbeat and uh, a lot of fun. So, and it kind of gives you a little behind the scenes on the girls. Her, I played, I played uh, Rodeo World, uh, played you yeah. in with Rodeo World, and I'm going to play Time to Ride out today. You can't get any more upbeat or you'll break my speakers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? She, she is amazing. She has a great voice and has, a, like I said, a wonderful attitude, and she can't do nothing but ride it even better. So I can't wait for you all to hear her new album. All right. Hopefully, we were trying to get it done in December, and that didn't work. So... Hopefully before summer comes out, we'll get you a new CD. So when we see you next time, we can hand that over to you. Or maybe we'll be able to send it to you and then I, you can give us feedback. You, you tell her <laughs> I want it first. Well, <laughs> hey, watch out now. Hattie's playing the guitar, so pay attention. She might be in this new album also. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's great. You guys, music, you trick ride, you're terrific horse people. And I got to well, tell you, you, Helena, when I saw met their horses, their horses are all fat and happy. You know, they're, 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 they're happy horses, and you can tell they love their job. That's the other thing. Well, what horse wouldn't like their job? They get to run fast around a ring right. and, and just have fun. I mean. Well, you know, right. I always say your horses and your kids are a reflection of the environment you create for them. And when you treat them with love and kindness, yes. you get fat and happy trick horses, don't you? That's exactly right. In the. That's another another route where we came from. Between the girls and the horses, that it really shines, and the horses love what they do, and we wouldn't be anywhere without them either. And they've done a very good job for us this year. Well, put in a plug for your TV show. I mean, you little starlet, you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really been an honor and a blessing. It um, It's something we never thought would ever happen to us before, but RFDTV had actually put in a reality of the All-American Cowgirl Chicks, and we call it our Never Quit series. And I think Mom's going to have every series to never quit, because that is our motto on our team. Um, it has it really turned out really fun. We've had um, So when you go in, if you're interested in watching it, 
It's basically behind the scenes what we do, what we're handed out when you come to a rodeo. The uh, from the stock contractor saying, "Hey, you can't use the arena, no practicing, or the dirt being really deep, really shallow." Um, and then you get to meet all of our rodeo friends. We got Charlie Throckmorton, Rudy Burns, um, Hollywood Harris, and Booger, his son. It's really it's it's a great and enjoyable film. You get to meet the stock contractors, and it, it's been really fun putting together. We get to put all of our rodeo friends on there. And uh, they get to see themselves and their stock work, and it brings everybody else back to the rodeo side of it. It's great to see us, but, you know, we wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for the stock contractors putting a good name for us out there, or the rodeo clowns, or all the contestants. So it's it's really cool to come and watch, so stay tuned every Tuesday, Central Standard Time at 8.30 p.m. On RFD, on RFD TV. On, on RFD TV. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Sadie. I appreciate you representing the family today and uh, joining us. We are going to be cheering for you again this year in the parade. Well, thank you. Well, I better be hearing y'all, too, because I only heard from Texas. I better hear y'all side also. <laughs> All right. We'll step it up for you, babe. We'll step it up. As well. This is your Perfect. one, two, three, four, five, sixth year in the parade. Yes, uh, you're exactly right. And you know there are very few groups that get horse groups that get asked back every year, year after year, and they must There's love only you guys. Seventeen. There's only seventeen that get asked. It is an invitation only around the world. Only seventeen equestrian teams will be there this year, and we are one of them. A little, a little group of girls out of Weatherford, Texas. So, well, you, you have fun. All right. Thanks, Sadie. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Y'all have a wonderful day. Oh, even I like having the pretty girls on the show. <laughs> They're Are you really ready to I, put on your tights and go trick ride underneath a horse. I am. I you know I'm ready for anything, and and these girls make it sound like so much fun. So, yeah, what the heck? I could try being a pretty girl for well, a while. Although if I'm if I'm you know underneath the horse, I'm not going to be looking pretty for very long. <laughs> she, uh, we met, got to meet them at last year at Briarfest, and they they were so delightful. Every one of them, from the little eleven year olds on up, they were just delightful, and they were all so excited to meet us because they've been on our shows before. Mm. Uh, so you know, they were just a treat. They were, it just made you feel good after you talked to them. Yeah, well, you know, even just by phone, it makes you feel good talking. Yeah. So yeah. great. All uh, right. What and do we have? We get off this subject. I wanted to say that you can find all the information about the Tournament of Roses uh, at tournamentofroses.com. That's tournamentofroses.com. Pictures, videos, all that stuff you'll find right at their website and information about who's in the parade this year. And you know what's fun about that is when you go and you look at the information online first and then you sit down in front of your TV and watch it, you, you get more excited because you feel like you know them. And as they turn around that what they call TV corner, you're like, there they are. I know. There's the cowgirl chicks. There's the <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> we did too. The three of us. Me, Peter. Because, of course, after every time we did a show interviewing somebody from the parade or who was going to be in the parade, I would go in and tell them. And, you know, and so – they, yeah, it's, it makes it that much more, um, you just feel closer to it. Coming up, we have a Tack and Habit segment, and we have a bit of celebrity coming on with us here in just a minute. This Tack and Habit segment is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. Choose Kentucky Performance Product Supplements because the horse that matters to you matters to KPP. This week, I'm going to talk about Elevate Maintenance Powder. Has your horse become cranky and sullen? 
Is his coat losing that healthy bloom? Or is he prone to colic, perhaps off his feet? These could be symptoms of stomach irritation and ulcers. You can prevent ulcers before they happen with Nalox Equine Antacid. Its unique formula buffers excess acid for up to six hours while it coats and protects a sensitive stomach. Now, it's easy for Kentucky Performance Products to stand behind their products because they really believe in them. Your complete satisfaction is guaranteed. If you're unsatisfied with any of their products, they will gladly refund your money. Learn more about Nalox Equine Antacid and all of the KPP products at kppusa.com. Well, thank you, Helena, and thank you to Kentucky Performance Products. Next up, we have for you something that if you have a little kid, a little child in your life, and you need to get them something for Christmas, and they're a little bit Western or they're a little bit horsey, then this book is for you. We get a lot of the books are sent to us every year from, uh, from, from the publishers for us to review. Well, Jennifer and I had so we don't have kids, and we had fun looking through this book. <laughs> this is a kid's book. It's a picture book. It has very few words on each page, but this, it's about, uh, well, we'll talk to the author about it, but it is absolutely adorable. It gets five flakes out of five flakes for a child. Really? It is. Abs- the picture's in it. I'm, gonna, I'm sending it to you next because you are going to die when you see this book. You're going to love, you will not give it up. Uh, <laughs> you and Gracie are going to have so much fun sitting and looking at this book. Um, I, I promise you. So I'm going to send you this book to look at, and hopefully we'll make sure you get it before Christmas. Okay. Um, but the author of this book is, is a name you, that all you history nuts out there will recognize. Her name is Dory McCullough Lawson, and she is the daughter of David McCullough, who is, the, who is one of the a, most popular, famous authors in America. He's a Pulitzer Prize winner to boot. Yes, and he does all the history books. He's done John Adams and a thousand other books on history. Uh, if, if, you've, if you're a history nut at all, you've read one of his books. And this is his daughter, and she, this is her second book that she's written. She also was the author of Posterity, Letters of Great Americans to Their Children, which sounds like a kind of cool book I want to read, too. You know, I'm not a big history buff, but I think I might want to read that one, too. Yeah, that sounds like something I think you would really enjoy. You or maybe know? I am a history buff. I don't know. I yeah, that sounds are, like. I don't know it. I think I am a yeah. closet historian. Uh, she now she lives. She's a New Englander. She lives yep. in Rockport, Maine, and um, her husband's an artist, and she has four children. So this is kind of. Uh, I think this is neat. I think uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. All right. Well, let's talk to Dory about her wonderful book. Well, hi, Dory, and welcome to the Stable Scoop Show. It's it's such a pleasure to have you on. Well, it's a pleasure to be on. Thank you for having me. I have to tell you right up to the top that, that my wife and I are history fanatics. We have, I've studied history. I've just loved history, of course. I'm leading to the fact that uh, your father's books have been a, are, are part of our library and our bookshelf. We, we've loved reading his stuff. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I'm very, very proud of all his work and all that he does, so I'm glad to hear that. So before we get into this terrific little book of yours, which I have given the maximum number of flakes that we can here on the show, I have to ask you, growing up with a dad that was so much into history and did so much studying on it, do you hate history? Is that something you just walked away going, oh, I don't care what happened? <laughs> I don't care what happens. What's happening tomorrow? Yeah, I don't really talk, talk about, about that anymore. <laughs> um, no, uh, surprisingly, the opposite. We I grew up in a family with uh, five kids, and my father would go to his office to work and write every day, uh, kind of on the schedule of a 
regular job and he'd come in every night and dinner table conversation was always fascinating and usually included a lot about uh, the characters he was working on. And so, um, no, I think all of us love history. I majored in history in college. Um, the first book that I wrote was a, a history book for adults. Um, what was the so title I'd of say that? I'm so. a history. I'm a history person. What was the title of your first book? Uh, it's called Posterity, and it's a, a, a collection of letters from great Americans to their children over a 300-year period. I love that concept. I do, too. And you know what? Uh, I think Helene and I have both ordered that now. As soon as we saw it on your bio, it's like, I want to read that book. <laughs> so. Oh, good. Well, it's, it's a terrific uh, collection because the people were such good writers and so much emotion in the book, and you can pick it up and put it down um, at any time, so it's a good one to have. Well, why did you decide then to do a kid's book? You have three, four children of your own. Yes, I have four children of my own, and I, am, um, I, I don't seem to fit into any real category. I have uh, posterity's nonfiction, then I wrote a novel, and then I did this children's book. And uh, in each case, I never set out thinking, I want to write a novel or I want to write a children's book. What should I do? Uh, rather, an idea would come to me, and I couldn't, every case, I couldn't stop thinking about the idea and just did it. And in this case, it happened to be a children's book. Um, and the idea came to me from the photographs. Uh, I did all the photography in the book. and the, You did the photography uh, yourself? I love I the did. cover. Oh I don't know God. which I like better, his his expression or the cow in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, as as a mother and lover of all things that are living, you, I don't know really. <laughs> They're both speaking to me very loudly. Well, then the, the other picture, did, uh, Helena has not seen this book. I'm sending her this book because she has... She has a young daughter, and I think that they're going to love this book for, for the holidays. But the pictures in it are unbelievable. I, you're a good photographer. Yeah, nice oh, job. Thank you. Um, and I, I came up with the idea looking. I had some photographs. The main character in the book is um, Luke, who becomes Tex, and um, Luke is my son. Oh, I'm And I had a lot of okay. photographs of him, and uh, that splendor of the American West, the visual splendor, um, you know, it thrills me like it does so many of us. It's easy to be thrilled by that. Uh, but I also love that he's dressed as a little cowboy and he would become Tex. And once he put on that, those clothes, he was a cowboy. And to see that little cowboy in that huge landscape doing real things, um, I was looking at the photographs one day and I thought, wait a minute, there's a story in here. And then I began photographing much, much more and going back and forth with photographs and the story to eventually come up with the book. Helena, you're going to love this. There is, Tex has himself a little mini horse. <laughs> and um, he, he, he has the horse in the living room. And, and that scowl that's on the cover that you see there, Tex is looking so happy about himself bringing, having brought his horse into the living room. It's <laughs> one of my favorite pictures in the book. Well, no, it's well, it, funny gets, because... it does get a rise out of kids when they're reading it. They're reading along, and much of, of the book is sort of serious because all Tex wants to do is work uh, and be with his animal friends. And then they get to that page, and they almost always get a good reaction to see that horse right in the middle of the house. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's all. It's <laughs> something I can, out of me, and I'm well past three. All of us well, horse people have done that at one point or another, at least once in our lifetime, and it, so that just brings back memories right there. Well, I'm glad to hear that because most people who are not horse people who read the book are just astounded at it, and. <laughs> I think that I I do that all the time. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I'll tell you. I well, gotta, that, can that I tell actually, wait, 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 wait. I have to ask her yeah. first, though. How do horses fit into this? I mean, this is where we do a horse radio show. What's your connection to horses? Oh, my connection to horses is a, uh, since I was three years old, love of horses. Um, I was a 4-H kid and rode uh really all kinds of riding through my childhood and a lot of, you know, backyard kind of riding and then rode up through college and into my 20s and kind of took a break when when all my children were little. And uh, and then now I'm back in it with two uh, two halflingers who I'm oh. delighted with. Yeah. Mm. Now, was the McCullough family a horse family? Were you No, not at all. I was the lone freak. <laughs> Ah, welcome to the club. Yes. The Just make sure we're fighting with my brothers about what's better, horses or cars or horses or bikes. or um, And I was always on the horse side and never gave up on it. In fact, I used to tell them if they'd asked me about my future, I was going to marry a horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are true. You're, You're diehard. <laughs> well, and, you know, we always say you want your daughters to get into horses because it delays finding boys for about two years. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Lots of mine. Junior high, I, some friends of mine just reminded me of that. They said, oh, all the girls were going on dates, and we were cantering through the woods singing show tunes. Yes. <laughs> And we were. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I'm totally going to do that next time cantering in the woods. <laughs> Definitely. Oklahoma is a good one. But all thinking. the songs from Oklahoma are great for Maybe riding. Maybe a little valley highs. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, well, this is a terrific book. I would highly recommend it. If you, What ages would you say it's good for? By the way, as an adult, I enjoyed looking at it. So there's the first thing. Oh, that's great. Um, I would say uh, three to seven. Yeah. I, I, you know, I would actually go a little bit higher than that even uh, for, for the girls in the house because I think they're really going to enjoy this. And he, he is just – I hope he spends more time – your son that's on the cover of this book spends more time with the attitude that's on the back cover than the front cover. He does. Okay, good. He does. I see, now, I see the front cover image as determination, not scowl. I, to me, it looks like independence. I think that could go from from determination to scowl to crying in about two seconds. Well, none of the uh, photographs in the book were posed. Um, at none of them. I just, really? I, just fo- I just followed him around. The only one that hints at a pose uh, is the one in the house. And the, the, he would have the pony in the house, and he often would have uh, her with him when he was um, eating breakfast. And so the pony would be right at the breakfast table and i never could get far enough away in a house to get a good picture of the horse so i did have to get them to go into the living room where i could back up a little bit so that one is slightly posed but everything else is just what he was doing and now how the, how old is he now he's eight now yeah. he's eight, and 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 in the book he's he's four and five does how, he still bring the pony in, in the house yeah. yes the pony comes in whenever the pony can come in and the, <laughs> oh and God, can you, will you be my new best friend? <laughs> you let your kids bring their ponies in the house. That's well, it's not cool. my house, which is even better, because uh, this, <laughs> this all takes 
place uh, at a ranch in Wyoming called Wymont Ranch, and it's owned by uh, some of our best friends in the world, and they encourage all kinds of things like bringing the horses into the house. <laughs> and was this the little horse's name Thunder? Is it really no. Thunder? No. Okay. There's the fiction in the book. Ah, the okay. horse's name, if I had put the horse's name in the book, no kids would listen to another word for the rest of the book. Oh, what was it? Uh, the pony's real name is Honey Poo. <laughs> <laughs> not too cowboyish. <laughs> Yeah, that's not really a little boy tough pony image there. <laughs> right. With honey poo. Um, <laughs> that's great. I love that. <laughs> you just made my day. <laughs> well, Dory, where can people find the book? <laughs> uh, you can find it on Amazon. You can get it uh, through your local bookstores, or you can uh, order it through Trafalgar Square, our favorite horse book publisher and it's horse and rider books.com is where you can find uh, trafalgar square and that's where i would say to go they're really good yes people i would go there over. yeah they're really yeah. good people over there and they they really do a service to the horse world too so they do and, and the they've title been... of the book is tex a book for little dreamers yes and you can't miss it, it has tex right there in the cover looking all tough <laughs> so, thank you dory thank you all right bye-bye well, thank you to Dory. She's in the middle of her book signing tour right now and had to take time out to do this interview, and we really appreciate her doing that. Uh, she, she's just, you know, I, she's a delight to talk to. So, mm. <laughs> And the book is a delight. I can't wait to send it to you. I'm going to make sure Jennifer gets it out to you this week. Okay. All right, because you're going to love this book. Um, you and Gracie are just going to have the little kid in this book that she talked about is so cool. <laughs> he's so cute uh, he's going to be an actor someday he's got the express- facial expressions that's for sure mm. that is for well, what, sure now, and the name of the book again is Tex a book of, for little dreamers a book for little Just dreamers Tex T-E-X that's the name <laughs> of the book a book for little dreamers and it's all about Tex on his adventures mm. so, and he's in every picture in this book and it's more of a tabletop picture book for kids uh, okay boy you're going to love it <laughs> it's terrific uh, five flakes out of five for that one. And we don't often do that here on the no. radio network, but this one deserves it. That's a big deal. Now, you got a new horse, a quarter <clears throat> horse that's going to carry you into the Western world. What? A couple of weeks. It's been here at Hither and Yon Farm. Yes, we finally named our farm. farm. Hither and Yon? We didn't rename it. We just named it. Oh, it didn't really? have a name. I yes. didn't know that name. Yes, Hither and Yon. Wow. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we've had this. Um, yeah. Okay. So Pi has gone to a full boarding facility where he's going to be ridden twice a week by a friend of mine. And for uh, those that are new, Pi was her half Arab, half standard bred saddlebred. And stop it. He's and, an Arab sport horse. Okay. And uh, was the one responsible for her. Uh, Destroying her knee. So. I was responsible for destroying my knee. Pi was in no way naughty or unresponsible. It was just a saddle fit issue. Okay, okay. let's move on. Glenn does this to me every time. So anyway, Pi, I can't ride him because I'm not fully cleared to do the kind of riding that he needs at this point. So I sent him up someplace for the winter where he can be ridden and kept in work and all that interesting stuff. It was an extremely difficult thing to leave him there. Once you have a horse at home and he becomes part of your family, I was not prepared at all for how I was going to feel about putting this horse in a boarding facility. Now, this None of us permanent, though. He's eventually going to come home. He'll be back in April. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm just 
my heart is breaking because he's such a nice barn to have in our a nice horse to have in our barn. Mm-hmm. He really is such a bonded with him too. Oh God, and Grace. So we've been up there, and um, but yet he's getting worked. At, you know, the people who are riding him love him. He's an, he's just he's happy. So I have to deal with that. Um, and then in his place we have a five year old quarter horse named Martin. Which is a and, uh, odd name for a horse, by the way. <laughs> his well, his show name is the Gucci Collector. He's a registered quarter horse. He comes out of some very uh, hoity-toity law lines. I even forget the name of. Not impressive. It's uh, somebody pretty big. Something I, I gotta look, I gotta go look it up. Anyway, lineage. Yeah, I wasn't either. So. This, so I put an ad on Dreamhorse for Pi, and in his ad it said that I would be willing to free lease or trade for a quiet trail horse. So this girl got in touch with me, and she's from Connecticut, and uh, she said, listen, I have this really sweet trail horse, and Pi actually looks like the kind of horse that I'm looking for. You know, when you want to try it out? I said, yeah, all right, what the heck, you know, I'm not going anywhere. So she came to try Pi and loved him, and he loved her. He was a great fit for her. She was a great fit for him. I was extremely surprised and a little bit excited about this. So two or three weeks later, I went down to her place in Connecticut, which is a little over a two-hour drive from me, and I had just been cleared to ride. So I took my trainer with me, and we went to go visit Martin, and I ended up getting in the saddle, just a little walk trot, but I felt immediately confident on him. He was very quiet, uh, watched him like a hawk to see how he reacted to every single thing that took place, and... You know, I had planned on sending Pi up someplace for the winter anyway, and I was going to need a companion for Zeke. So I thought, well, this is a great thing. Might as well have a companion for Zeke that I might even be able to hop on. So this horse gets here. He's five. He looks like he's three. He is so freaking sweet. I said, this is, gonna, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to have three horses in my book. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like it already. <laughs> Is he kind of horse? Uh, because he's a family horse, everybody can ride him. Um, I'm thinking he will. He will be. He is young. He does have some, you know, young behaviors. But he is his temperament is spot on. He's just so mellow, very confident, um, and just very sweet. So right now, I've just done some work in hand with him. I put him on the lunge. Uh, I'm, hopefully, I'll get on him when when the weather dries out a little bit. But, um, you know, the girl who owns him, she's not quite in a position to take pie because he really needs a good – he needs a facility with good fences and latches and a place where he can be worked, you know, regularly. And she's getting married and a whole bunch of stuff is going on. So I said, listen, I'm not really comfortable trading pie. I don't think you're in a good place to take him right now. I think you're a great match, but I'm just not comfortable with either of the facilities that you wanted to put him in. Um, and she got that. She's an equine vet tech. She knows her stuff. She knows horses. She did a great job with Martin and she definitely agreed that she was not in a good place to take on a new horse. So I'm free leasing her horse for a couple of months. No, you're not. You're buying her horse. Well, he is, I mean, uh, and he's a dunker. Oh, is he? So when he eats, he not only does he dunk his hay, he dunks his grain, and he is hysterical when he does it. So we all go out there at dinner time <laughs> to watch Martin eat. It's a pain, though, the dunkers, because you're always changing their water. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. But um, he's very personable, and he's a 15 two-hand 
dark, dark bay quarter horse with four white socks and a little star. Um, yeah, so we'll see. But, you know, he's only not even been here a week and he's well, winning us over. Welcome to quarter horse world. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we His wouldn't pit- give ours up for the world now. You know, Beaker's just such, just so... When you have a horse that you can trust implicitly and you can put anybody on to ride him, you just never yeah. want to give that horse up. No, well, I mean, look at Zeke. It kills me every day that I can't ride him or can't put my kids on him because he's, he is, he's that quarter horse. He's, and he's a little older, that's why. But, uh, but he's got a good retirement old Zeke up there. Oh, you know, yeah, except he's, for this time of the year when he's going, hey, Florida's sounding great. I could be well, retired in Florida. I have news for you. It's like 62 degrees here today, and it's been in the 50s, the high 50s all week. And guess what I'm seeing outside my window for the first time this year? Snow. Yes, it just started yeah. snowing. So <laughs> it is, it's, it's like early fall around here. My grass is so green that I can't leave the horses out on it all day. Yeah. <laughs> That'll change very quickly. Know. Well, it's going to be in the 50s all week, and then I'm, I'm guessing we're going to get slammed with something pretty nasty. So we're just going to enjoy this extended fall yes your turn is coming mm-hmm. well be sure to log in next week as we have another great episode of the stable scoop radio show for you and in a couple of weeks you're going to get the all you're going to hear uh, i think it's we're going to do it christmas week i believe that we're going to have the all host episode coming up so uh we'll be uh talking to you or you'll be hearing all the different hosts of the horse radio network we all get together once a year and we do the hall hosts episode it's a tradition that we started when we first started the Horse Radio Network years ago. I and love that one. There's just I love more that. hosts now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it used to be you and me. I think we did the first one. Uh, me, you and me and Chris, I think, were the first one. Yeah, and um, Right. And then, no, it wasn't uh, Samantha was with Samantha us. Samantha might have been with us, too. Yes. And, yeah. and then, uh, wow, this year we have seven or eight hosts that are going to be on that show. Nobody's going to get to talk much. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? You had, I just thought of something. T- speaking about hosts, we have uh, Dr. Wendy Ying, who's also the host of the driving radio show. You need to tell Wendy that I have a I have an Earth. Oh, do you? Oh, good. She She'll like Earth. that because the Earth was a much better fit for you. Right, because I'm a fire. Because you're a fire, and you're no, you're burning hot fire. There's, there's, <laughs> there's I'm a fire. And fire. Pump. You're like the highest level of fire. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. Extreme. Fire. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the blue flame. Yeah, we, we were having a discussion. We were out of Norco, and somebody asked. Oh, it was I think it was Michelle or somebody asked about you, and I said we said, "Yep, she's Italian." That <laughs> describes Helena, New York Italian. Oh, <laughs> in a good way, in, in all the great way. ways that's you could right. be a New York Italian. <laughs> it's, that's correct. <laughs> all right, we're going to close for today. We'll be back again tomorrow. I'm going to play the show out today, Helena, with another of Trish Lynn's songs called "It's Time to Run." All right, so get ready to rock a bit. That's it, Helena. See you next week. Wait, make sure you guys log on to Facebook. Find us under yes. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. We're Facebook. tweeting. Go to stablescoop.com. Go to Facebook, horseradionetwork.com. Just please log on and interact with us because we do love to hear from you. And now, that's it for this week. There will be more. <laughs> next. I will never, ever, ever get the super new closing, cool new closing. So just forget it. Let's just play the music. All right, go ahead. Trish, Time later. to ride. No Broadway show Hold on and don't let go It's time to ride This ain't no screw your 
Show. Hold on and don't let go. 